Driving Double Feature presents A Spooky Minute Spent in a Ghost House, Episode 17. A minute-by-minute podcast covering spookies and ghost house. I'm your host, Dan. Welcome, everybody. We got more crazy shit going on in this episode, I think. I'm thinking, yeah, there must be something, right? We're going we're gonna to start off with spookies, as we always do. Well, I do, I do know that now we are both... Uh, both movies are at the houses, are at the respective houses, although in Spookies, as the two cars full of people, and I gave you my theory on who these people are last time, as the two cars full of people are pulling up to, are, are entering the house, Billy is now running away from the house. The Catman is there and that little Jawa guy is there. So let's um let's have a minute of Billy running, possibly for his life. chased by the cat man to everybody entering the house it it does i i I seem to remember when i first watched it it did give me the feeling that maybe somehow they were going to be able to help billy now the minute ends with billy falling on the ground you see his face in the foreground just mouth wide open yeah she looks like a bit like a one of the mannequins from taurus trap right right there but um and the cat man is behind him like maybe two or three steps the Catman shouldn't speak though, because the Catman lets out a because the Catman lets out a growl. It feels a bit like he's in like a, we're in like a Barry Mahon production of Spookies, you know, shot at Pirate World or something like that. So he maybe shouldn't make noises. I will say for all the all the guff and grief that is it Eugenia Joseph her her stuff is given. That's it's it's nicely shot stuff. I mean they you know I mean it is a you know a you know a man sized cat man. You know, it's Billy running for his life. We, I guess, did we kind of get to like Billy? I forget. I don't know what we thought of Billy. Maybe we thought he was a little dumb. But um, but there's a scene, half the minute is is Billy sitting on the edge of a huge fallen, it's not a tree, It's but but it's an enormous branch from a tree. An enormous, tr- an enormous branch from an enormous tree. And the cat man is sort of walking down the branch towards him. And it takes quite a long time for Billy to gauge that the Catman is coming towards him. It's nicely shot. I mean, they, they must have found this branch in the forest and decided to use it. And it's nicely done. I think because when the Catman moves, you can see everything vibrating. But you can't see it vibrating where Billy is. Now, Billy is at the sort of stump part of it. So there's every good chance that it ain't vibrating where he is. It looks that way from the shot I, I, i'll give it i'll give it that so uh, Catman isn't making noise and he's moving very slowly and billy's terrified 
Although, if he just came running from that direction, maybe he should look behind him. It, it, it goes on like two seconds too long. That, that bit. I think Billy should should gauge it earlier, or I would have loved it if I would have loved it if like you saw the 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 the, the you know you you see you see it vibrate, and then Billy's sitting on it, and then he suddenly like kind of moves a little bit, like what, and then sees the catman and takes off running. I would have liked that, and he he doesn't really seem to right, run the right direction either. But that's okay. I think Billy is going to be with us too much longer which is too bad i i i think i mean i you don't this is this is 85 86 i mean look at look at look at jason lives in 86 you know specifically jason doesn't kill any of the kids the kids the kids get away and generally in the 80s kids usually well not in superstition but generally kids got away not always it was a it was a it was an unwritten rule that could be, it was an unwritten rule that could be unwritten at any moment. And I think Billy's about to be on the unwritten end of that. Ah, poor kid. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other, um, uh, movies. I've got a lot of them, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think, for example, like a film I adore from 86, Neon Maniacs, has the gal in it. Um, the, the movie-making gal, who was very much me when I was that age, although I was not a cute girl. Um, uh, but but and she she's never really in danger. I mean, she's in danger, but she's never really like she. It's like the difference between the danger she gets in and the danger the gal who is maybe four or five years older than she is 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 a vast. I was gonna say a vast difference, but um, a vast difference. Whereas Billy, some movies they're just gonna do it. They're just gonna they're just gonna do it. Yeah. Huh. It's interesting. I, I I don't I don't know. I I, I that, that that has anyone written an essay? You know the um, post slasher, say Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. Let's let's say post Friday the Thirteenth, nineteen eighties. What do you do with the children? Oh God, think of the children, because most of them just don't have children in them. They're they're teens. And, but then when you get to high school too, like a lot of the teens are. 16, 17, 18, things like that. Technically, they're still kind of kids. But I think we're talking kids, kids, not um, getting up to a bit of kind of kids. Where am I right now? No, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm just, I'm discussing Billy uh, being this kid who was introduced very specifically by the second group of people who made the film. This is the two well the the introduction of the old guy and the and the young woman that that's a big thing that goes through the whole movie but the two big portions that the new people i mean we have we're 17 minutes in we've barely seen any of the original footage from from the first two directors barely any of it this is an 86 minute film we're 17 minutes in barely any of it has been it's it's almost all of it has been from well the majority of it has been from the the second group of filmmakers so we are going to get to all the stuff that the first group did very soon um and then we will close out with the there are two huge sequences the stuff with billy and then the closing sequence which whenever you hear the music at the beginning and the end of these and i'll probably episodes well i'll probably change change them up soon you're hearing from the uh, soundtrack the spooky soundtrack um, which I have on cassette. You're hearing this. Did I just give it away? Did you hear? Did you hear the the what I just said right there? I what I started to say. Stinkers. 
Um, but but the the two the three main things that the the second group brought in was the Billy stuff, the old guy and the young woman, and the final sequence. And I got to be honest, the Billy stuff is is fun. It's got a nice weird creepiness to it. The old guy and the young woman is is fine. But the closing, when I watched this film, I really enjoyed the heck out of it. But the closing sequence really grabbed me. You know, and I think I've yacked enough about that. Let me get to the um. The, the gang, the two cars full of people enter the place. There are all sorts of different spots. The one lady who knew that no one lives there loves the house. Some of the others like, hmm, what's going on? The lights have come on. We did not see the lights come on, but the lights have come on. And uh, were the lights on or was it just candles when Billy was there with his cake? I don't seem to remember lights being on, but there could have been. But yeah, there are definitely there are lights on, they are bright. And they are all walking in with boxes of booze, and they are going to partay. I will say this: we don't, we haven't really met everyone, obviously yet. But there is a very snooty-looking woman. She's lovely, but she's a very snooty-looking woman who's walking with the guy who's who seems to have the allergy troubles, um, and who says, "Oh, maybe someone does live here or whatever," and she is smoking a cigarette. And as they're saying, like, it's weird the light's on. You see her just flick the cigarette in a corner of a room. Come on, don't do that. That's the kind of shit that gets you killed. I mean, it's like having sex is one thing, but, but flicking your, your used cigarette stubs into the corner of my house, that shit's going to get you killed harder and faster. And that ain't the harder and faster fun way. That's the harder and faster that hurts. So let me, let's go on to Ghost House right now. So Billy is about to be in really bad shape. And the gang is about to start their party, finally, 17 minutes in the film. And where are we in Ghost House? Oh, yeah, Martha and, um, why don't I write his name down? Martha and the guy have pulled up, and they are actually pulling up to the actual house, which is in the woods, and it's gorgeous. And we saw at the beginning of the movie where the little girl with the doll and the people that got killed, the thing with that. Listen. I don't think this relationship is going to last long maybe after this semester yeah i uh i i don't like the way i don't like the way he talks to martha i mean the guy has, is wielding a shovel and is practically leaning into their car talking to them it's like like he's he, he must be a bum yeah yeah he's a he's a bum with a shovel because i've encountered a lot of homeless people who realize that the main thing they need when they're trying to survive with nothing is a shovel. No, if he has a shovel, that means he's doing something involving a shovel. 
and I know you're saying the exact same thing I am. Isn't that Dr. Butcher MD? Yes, that is Dr. Butcher MD. He's looking very thin. He's not looking well at all. He's actually, when he shows up in this movie, and I'll, I'll look up for the next episode, or the next time he appears, because I, I forgot he was here, um, to see what um, his, uh, his, his, when he, when he passed, because th this, this really reminds me of, like, if you see Joe Spinell in Maniac, circa 7980, and then you see him in, like, I forget which, it's one of the Pryor Brothers films at the end of the 80s, he's in one right before he died, and he does not look well. And this gentleman, who I want to say maybe an O'Brien? I will get back. He's Dr. Butcher MD, is what he is. He's it's one of the, in the American version, one of the most fun of the late 70s, early 80s Italian cannibal films. Um, it's just super goofy. I know there are some people I know who don't enjoy it. Um, sorry, Amanda. I, I, uh, but I think it's goofy. I think it's a goofy time. And it's nice to see him in this. Um, kind of lurking there. And the computers, data processing. and Yeah, because if, if you truly think this guy's a bum with no home, you're going to tell him that you do data processing. Yeah, okay, Paul, you're kind of a douche. And uh, the look Martha has on her face at the end of the minute, who does she look like? I don't know who she You know, she's got a little bit of a, a Germanic Linda Carter in her. Just just think Linda Carter. Close your eyes, think of Linda Carter. Open your eyes and then look at Martha at the end of the minute. Martha, it's a slightly different shaped face, but a bit of that. I'm trying to think who else she looks like. Paul, pff, he can take his vest and his... His attitude towards bums with shovels and shove it. No, so, so nothing really happens at this minute except we meet that creepy guy who will come into play later on. And who, of course, you know and I know that they should have paid more attention to, but they didn't. So they're at this place. And I'm like, we're looking for a place to stay for the summer. It's a good try. I think it's, it's, it's funny because if he thinks he's a bum, you know, and, and as she said, you know, it's like, you know, how did he, you know, how does he know? There, there is the thing. The um, his and and the look he gives her when she says, "Why did he say we were snooping? We just got here," is is the kind of look you want to punch some a guy in the face for. Cause she's right. They they literally pulled up the driveway, stopped within seven to eight seconds. This guy appeared out of nowhere and was saying, "What are you doing snooping?" You know, I I don't know exactly when the killings happened in this house, but I would bet they're at least twenty years ago, maybe thirty years ago. So if this guy is a bum, what does he care? If this guy is a caretaker, boy, he's, he's swift off the line. And if he is a caretaker, they probably need to um, maybe retire him soon because the shot of him walking away, he looks like he's not, he not, he's not in good shape. Yeah, so it's just funny. I got I to gotta pause right now on the, on the screen here with, um, there, let's get some Martha on there. Can I get some Martha? Yeah, there we go. I didn't want Paul looking right at me. I get some Martha looking around. I mean, I, I like the concept of that they, um, they're they fairly heroic people trying to go into the middle of this. I mean, they're in the middle of this um, plot of land with this house, which is clearly looks deserted, and they're going to check it out to see if they can find out if someone may have been killed there. Whereas the folks in Spookies went to a deserted house in the middle of nowhere to have a party and have a good time. I wish they'd get in the house quicker. 
I'd love it if they got in the house in the next minute, but they'll probably walk around the house because because our gang is now inside the house in Spookies, and our gang here, well, the two people here, are about to go inside the house in Ghost House. That's exciting. That's fun. So I'm I'm, I'm going to stop here. I don't have too much to say about this minute because we yeah that that that's a nice scene and we do get the spooky guy there bum caretaker random guy walking by with a shovel who knows but i think martha's right there's more to him than paul cares about and martha you know i'm, I'm gonna go back in time i'm gonna show up there i'm gonna help you out i'm not gonna help paul but i'm gonna help you out okay keep that in mind keep your focus and listen to this 